What's up, everybody? It's Joe Puma. You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneaker Show. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts. To my right, Mr. Matt Welty. We're here. We are here. To my left, my man dressed like it's uh, Easter Sunday in all black. Put <laughs> wait, a tie wait, on. Jim Put Jones? A tie wait, on. wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, Mr. Oh, no. Brendan Dunn. Oh, Get the tie. We're starting right, already. Aren't, aren't Turn you, the video on. are you a worried? What, because it looks like I'm dressed for a job interview? Yes. <laughs> Oh, it's wait. The right climate for it. I didn't think about that. Where are you going after this? Uh oh. I didn't think about that. New York Times. New York Times it. sneaker reporter, Brendan Dunn. This is actually, the tie this the is actually a perfect sneaker journalist, pop culture <laughs> critic uniform for a job interview. All right. Keep an eye on him today. See where he's going after this. <laughs> YouTube comments. I might need a reference. Look at it. Threw the tie on. I went bummy with the fit. You, what is it? Step inside the booth, the loosen up the tie, Superman is alive. Yeah. I mixed up the bars a yes. little bit. It's Kingdom Come, yes. Jay-Z. We don't consider that uh, that important. Going to, to some that kid, canon, but Going to your yeah. friend's kid's first communion. <laughs> okay, keep going. Are we done? Are you guys going to keep roasting me? <laughs> no, we have to know because I feel like you always uh, do it. So what brand is is the tie? Is it Supreme or Tom Supreme? Ford? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's uh, Connor McKnight. Okay. Yeah, friend got it for me. Christmas gift or maybe a birthday some gift. Some different years, energy you know. to put a tie on. And it's an earlier call time. <laughs> Listen, some of we us... We got a lot of energy. Some of us were putting a tie on at around 8.30. Some of us were still oh, yeah. sleeping. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're not feeling, Duality, baby. Whew, that, there's, nothing, there's nothing like that feeling of oversleeping and waking up in, a, a, in, in a sure fear and panic. Let me just say, I probably haven't overslept... In 17 years. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not even kidding. What? I don't think anyone Why? could vouch for me. What's up with the fake narratives? Conflict starting a fake narrative <laughs> it's again? Not, it's a real <laughs> not, That one is a real narrative. Ask anyone. Ask anyone about... I probably have not overslept in 17 years. Um, okay. Also, paranoia isn't the best thing to... Oh, I know what you mean. You know? I like, know what you mean. I, yeah, I think half of it is like me trying to always be on time, and yeah. half is like maybe yeah. a little paranoia, yep. but... Anyway, we're here. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Do we? It's been a, it's been a spicy couple of days. I thought it was a quiet days. weekend. <laughs> oh, what the? Are we talking NFL playoffs? Are we talking uh, WWE going to Netflix? What, what do we have to talk about? I think we could skip all that. All right. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? The floor is yours. You had a lot of... All right. Literally, Instagram or Twitter fingers? Literally? Uh, I, I didn't have any. I don't think I had any Twitter fingers. Well, you were tweeting a lot and Instagramming. It's just a regular weekend. Yeah, yeah I'm not... I don't think I was. I don't. You know what? I I I, uh, I reeled it back. Oh, I, did you? I, I reeled all the energy back. All right, set the stage. Yeah, talk um, about what what, what happened on. this. So past over weekend. last week, we put out a podcast. Yep. Um, I. I don't. I don't want to say that I'm. I'm not the originator of the thought mm-hmm. uh, because people have been talking about it online. Okay. Um, for quite some time. Sometimes I feel like I'm just a a vessel, a vessel a for conduit. for things that I take in on on the internet. Mm-hmm. In you know uh, the sum of all the ideas that you see out there. And I agree with it that the rollout of the of Devin Booker's first signature shoe with Nike has not really lived up to the expectations of a lot of people for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. right? So we put it out there on the podcast and we uh, make a clip of it, put it on Instagram. Um, sometimes that gets people talking. Yeah. Uh, and it actually got people talking this time because Devin Booker decided mm-hmm. to respond. Okay. And uh-huh. he responded with a comment saying, 
a lot of people feel the same way. With the, with the it emojis. added me three yes. three crying face emojis. No, no one. one, one. Okay, excuse me. Fake one. narrative. Yeah. Just just one crying <laughs> one. face emoji Careful. and added you, Matt Welty. Yes. In response to this clip of you saying the rollout has been a little bit janky, it hasn't felt quite right, and people are miffed about it. Yeah. And saying it's not quite a basketball shoot. I know he's going for a super. So life. so this is what I was confused about. What was he actually? agreeing with even if it was sarcasm i mean yeah so that's so, i wasn't sure if he was agreeing that at first i was all because uh, you said like three points in that one yeah 60 second clip yeah. and at first i was like does he agree that it should have released in phoenix and not miami does he agree that the rollout what was the the title of the the well, nike fumbled okay so that was the, the main Booker, template yeah. does he agree one, with that rollout. and that's what was a little tough to understand. And then if he claimed that it was like sarcasm, because he was defending the shoe later in the comments, I was just wondering, one, the sarcasm was definitely lost, you know? We, yeah. it, uh, on social media, well, it's, it's- Often is. It often is. And then I was like, I wonder which part, when I first read that- His first comment saying, a lot of people feel the same way. A I was one, agree. like, and, and the template is so cut and dry, like, yeah, I think- Same that Nike fumbled it. And I was like, a lot of people agree. I was surprised see, by I, this. I read that comment and I think that he's agreeing with you. But again, the narrative that, that they later tried to put out is that he was being sarcastic. And then he had a bunch of other comments that kind of defending defended it. it and also explained a little bit how he feels about it. He confirmed the release date is February yeah. 17. He said, it's it's not really a basketball shoe. Maybe that was sarcastic. I don't know. Sean Weatherspoon was in the comments yep. comparing it to the Nike SB Omar Salazar model, which I think is actually Pretty a keen observation. Comparison. And Book was like, oh, I like that shoe. Yeah. I agree which, with you. Which is like weird to some extent. because He like, also told you to try it. He said, get your yeah. ass down to Madison Square well, I Garden. Asked him, well, I asked him. I, I asked him. I asked him if he wanted to talk about yeah. yes. this, which yeah. is like I mean, you have to shoot your shot in that situation. Again, Literally. wealthy at the garden. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Um, so I thought he goes, well, what do you want to talk about, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, we want to talk about the shoe? And he's yeah. like, well, then go try a pair. He's like, they're coming out February seventeenth. Try, try a pair, a wear test. I would. I, like I would try the now. shoe out. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't have any negative feelings or qualms or like hate. I mean, no. like, in your heart at all. No, but I don't have negative energy towards him and him having a Nike shoe. You no, know, no, like no. I, just, I don't think it was put out there. He's just, awesome. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So it's not like me being like, that shoe sucks. Yeah. No, Trying you didn't to give say our that. nuanced opinion yeah. on how we that. feel I about the shoe. No. Yeah, you, you didn't say that. If anything, I think I was trying to, it wasn't put in that clip, but I was trying to express that I feel like he's one of the cooler NBA players and Nike should Popular. be able to tell his story through that. That's all. So we... After Devin Booker commented that, we were like, oh, this is interesting. This feels newsworthy. So we made another Instagram post where it was like Devin Booker responding to this and, and, and using his quote, using direct his exact quote, quote. Direct quote. The exact direct, quote. Direct quote. And yeah. he responded to that and said, now y'all are reaching. And it felt like he was backtracking a little bit. It felt like he made this initial comment kind of agreeing. Again, this is how I viewed it. One person viewed it with our clip and then wanted to defend the shoe. And I get Listen, the optics I think of it. a lot <laughs> is lost on social media. Yes, of course. I think like, here's what I would say. I think people who, if I comment on social media, I think people who know me could be like, I know what you're doing there. Yeah. And I think there's a potential that if you know D-Book, sure. maybe you know that he was being sarcastic. I also if think If he was that, in fact being sarcastic. I also think so much news comes from social media comments, especially for someone who doesn't do a lot of interviews. Devin so Booker. Yeah, it, exactly. So if he's going to reply to that template, you know, I likened it to if 
a hip hop, if we say something about a mm-hmm. album rollout mm-hmm. and the album rollout has been a little shaky and the artist replies, I think a lot of people would agree or, or whatever oh, he said. Uh, I think a lot of music news sites would aggregate that. And as, take it at face value. Or exactly. NBA players, not shoe wise, right? Say if we were talking about uh, if like a sports site had been like, man, why is why aren't the Suns uh, playing Devin Booker in key situations or something like that? Like that's not a true story, but mm-hmm. just if that was like a narrative, narrative out there, and then he responded, a lot of people agree, crying right. emoji. That would be all over the all yeah. over. Yeah. That'd be ESPN. You know, he dropped fifty two the night before. Then he had to go get into a <laughs> back and forth with you. you. Imagine hey. dropping fifty. Hey, I didn't argue. Dropping fifty two, and then the next day, you're, I didn't, I'm but back I didn't, and you're forth. On the internet, there's no back with this guy. I didn't even argue with him. I didn't. Even I know argue it wasn't an argument. I'm just but then Shaq, Shaq posted an Instagram yes. about like it, listen, Devin Booker. If he tried to shug Knight the whole situation, saying if you're unhappy with Nike, come over here to Reebok, which of course is never going to happen. Right. But I appreciate it. But it's it. hilarious. It's like, yeah, funny. a, a spicy turn of events there. Getting text messages at like one o'clock in the morning, being like, "Hey, look what you started." <laughs> well, let me ask you. <laughs> Wait, did you Shaq really, text you? Yeah, you really put that up there as a career achievement for you. <laughs> All- you <laughs> you went up there like you broke Watergate. I'm not saying that. It was just a weird it was a weird moment of relevancy. But you, no, all. but no, but you've had a lot of bigger moments. Of course. You were parading that around like <laughs> it was a big thing. bringing home the Pulitzer back to <laughs> complex. It was a big thing. Anyways, either way, I don't because I don't want to dwell on it too long. No, but uh whatever. I it is what it is. My man was walking around Jersey City. What was it? Sunday night with a little pep in his step. What's the Saturday, center? Sa- Saturday night? Saturday. Little no Sunday. The next day, you were walking around uh, Jersey City. Well, like you're the the epicenter of I'll, basketball <laughs> footwear news. Okay. All I'm gonna Be say. Honest. Hold on. No, no, no. Regardless, that, that's not what happened. But I, um, uh, so all I'm gonna say is that, or not all I'm gonna say. What I'm gonna say is yeah. that my thoughts on the situation yeah. are that if. Devin Booker didn't want anyone to say anything about the situation, right? Yeah. Just shouldn't shouldn't have replied to the post at all, right? Sure. That's just my take on it. It's like, hey, if you don't want things being said about what you said, it's easy not to say them at all, Yeah. right? So that's just like... My take. My only thing is, I think he's free to say whatever he, he is, wants. Yes, yes. I'm glad he. I'm glad we got Me that. Too. Hold on, hold on. And I like the engagement. My only thing is, and not standing, but like fan of Devin Booker, had an awesome experience with him yeah. on the sneaker shopping. I just think that what I would say is, it was very tough to decipher if he was kidding or not. Yeah. And again, which I said five minutes ago. I'm guilty of that all the time on social media. Five yeah. minutes ago, it's very tough on social media to detect mm-hmm. sarcasm. I feel like I could do it for my friends, for you guys, mm-hmm. but there's such a small group if you don't know, you know? And I'm sure that people who know him closely were like, he's just being sarcastic. But I think like him yeah. commenting, I, I like that. Him Love it. like getting in the mix. Yeah, either way. So I feel like we didn't do anything wrong in the sense of posting the comment, the direct comment that direct he quote. said, right? Do you think we did anything wrong by not uh, adding all the comments? We we added some of those in later, and I think okay. that that's only fair to, to show the full range of When we did the second said. one? Yeah. yeah. And, but to be fair, also, the one comment really is the, the meat of the situation, mm. right? So either way, after that happens, um, I thought it was kind of weird because Nice Kicks decided to make a post about the situation after it kind of went off and Shaq talked about everything, mm. creating a meme 
mm-hmm. with Devin Booker's face staring at the thing. It's like when Complex decides to create a fake narrative about you, <laughs> and now <laughs> and now Shaq is trying to sign you to Reebok. Yeah, so that looking Devin Booker. That out of all the things frustrated me. Did it the most? Yes, because um, I know people are like, oh, it's it's memes, bro. It's for the lulls, right? But Devin Booker then shares that right after it gets posted <laughs> shares that meme directly to his five yeah, million yeah, yeah. plus instagram all i'm going to say is is that i know there's such thing about joking around on the internet yeah that's one thing right but when you're trying to go out there and call someone a liar mm. that it's not like oh f you bro what a, like uh that sort of energy towards people doing that but yeah. i just think it's a really dishonest uh not cool behavior okay. um it's not something that i take lightly okay. um so if, if anyone were to call me okay. a liar to my face um and try to be like oh i'm just kidding about it, it it's one of those lines that would make you upset yeah it, it, it i i in my life, I've tried to, especially as a late, I've tried to show like more, like grace and mercy and forgiveness towards people is mm-hmm. um, just the way things go. But I'm not saying that I can't, uh, I can't show those um, qualities. You but, still have a little left in you. Yeah, but it's just like certain things get you worked up to the point where you can cross a line with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and calling someone a liar in an instance is, to me, I don't want to say it's a never forgive action oh wow but it it just i'm just being honest it's not it's just one of those lines that someone crossed where it's like hey you know what we're not cool anymore i appreciate the honesty yeah Yeah, and also i'll just say this i i do think it's fun sometimes to take shots back and forth and Mm -hmm. i understand that people interpret them different ways and you know i've probably taken shots at night six before too so if people are pissed off at that that's fine but yeah i i totally get it but also like for the audience Nobody listening or reading those things should have to look very far to see the irony in anyone at nicekicks.com calling something fake if you know the history of that website. So, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just think it's like when you intentionally go out of the way to say someone's name on the internet well they didn't they didn't say your they name they didn't say your no, name no but complex complex, complex. sure yeah I, I ride for the brand and i'll admit that i know listen <laughs> hey man i've say. been here for over 10 years i ride, ride for the brand okay, but this is what i would say and you guys know me you know i'm the most loyal riding for the brand for over a decade and yeah, a half yeah, yeah. also i know matt so so do I. I don't take it. I didn't take it that serious. You guys, I don't take I, it that serious I either. Really but didn't. I understand I really why both didn't. Was But I, but I would say too but that I, I, I would say too that, and this is the last thing I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, we got to move. Yeah, okay. the last thing I'm say. But when you do know someone, you would expect someone not to do that. Fair enough. That's all. Fair enough. Okay. And and also. We came in after that, and we, we sprinkled some leaks on. Here's some mm-hmm. real news for you. You can't dispute that. Uh, go check it out on the website, upcoming D-Book yep. colorways, spoiled by yours truly. So Definitely that's on there. interesting uh, There's a few little co- sneaker moment that happened. <laughs> yeah. What a, weird, what a weird one. Either way, uh, but there are, were a few colorways of that shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, that you like? There's one that I, I get this. Like, I get it. Um, Rattlesnake. I, I think two of the shoes are kind of just boring yeah the denim looking pair and also the tan looking pair it's mm. just not enough popper because i know they're trying to make a lifestyle shoe and those are very lifestyle-esque uh colorways, colorways but also choices, yeah. like we said little two lifestyle yeah i think the idea of a rattlesnake shoe him being in arizona okay cool i get that that's a mm-hmm. that's a 
cool little thread through it for the fans of you might step out and those at the next rodeo um but yeah okay cool. we're funny good. one we'll see yeah, we'll we see where that goes we, we fired some more shots you gotta you got you can't get too mad about things but sometimes you just gotta be honest i appreciate the honesty and the Me vulnerability too. and the candidness you yeah, know you can't yeah um let's talk about some other things we've been talking about book a lot uh, Amamanir finally addressed the situation about the Air Jordan 5 release. I'm, mm. I'm happy they did that. I hope that this leads to some resolution for people. I don't know if we prompted that or not. I don't want to give us too much credit, but I'm just happy that people are hopefully going to get their money back or get the shoes. I feel like Amamanir has released enough big Jordans and big sneakers to where they should know how mm -hmm. to handle that stuff by now. And I'm, I'm upset that this one was a, you know, a bit of a, bit of a mess. I don't want to say disaster. Yeah. I didn't try to buy the shoes. So I don't know how bad it went, but happy that that, um, is working towards some kind of resolution not not to make light of it but to more ama Munier news uh over the weekend the air max 95 yes was debuted at paris fashion week yes a sneaker first mentioned in public here on this yes show yeah months um, ago yes you did mention okay it. i'm not gonna lie Big J forgot about that. I did. I don't okay. remember that. I remember. Sorry, I remember that. that. <laughs> they 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 forget sometimes. Wait, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't remember that. That's okay, I was Joe. very when you, surprised. Sorry it was, about that. It was when we were talking about Amamanier, and you were saying they have a bunch of sh yeah, shoes yeah, yeah. coming forward. You said Air Max ninety five was okay. part of the bunch. You like those, Joe? It is a white... little too light for me. That's what you know. I put the yeah. I put the eyeball emojis. We just talked about social media stirring it up. Sometimes I like to stir it up in my old age. <laughs> not gonna lie. I just put the eyeball emoji. Not co-signing. Not hating. Yeah, I know you I have to be in the Air Max ninety five talk at all times. So, in the conversation, relevancy for the brand. In Come the conversation. By the way, speaking of the comment section, I just want to say that we are paying attention to the YouTube comments. Yeah. We appreciate all the feedback yep. last week. Yes. The light and the set changes. A lot of lighting experts in the comments, but we appreciate all of it. And we're going to be responding to stuff and we're engaged yeah. there. We're seeing what you're saying. Also, the first few comments love the set. They had us in the first half and then, yeah. you know, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. It's a work in progress. The lighting, don't worry. It's, I think the majority like the new set. We're still tinkering with it. It's going to take a little bit, but I'm a Meniere Air Max 95s. I'm going to wait for potentially the darker color. If still a little is. life, if there is. Inshallah. Still a little life for me. Also over the weekend, another shoe that got debuted. The pinnacle of big JLP shoe. I know exactly what shoe you're talking about. The CDG. CDG TL 2.5. Listen, I, I love... You like I, these Air Max? No, I love... It's like really a thing. Like I'm not trying big to, JLP shit. Yeah, I'm not trying to overhype it. I'm not. I love everyone. <laughs> were you, were, were There's your, still people this were your DMs morning. DMs a mess over the weekend. Oh, uh, there is a lot. I'm not gonna lie, and I love it. And I'm telling you, we're gonna do something with that one day. I don't know if it's merch or whatever, but a lot of just give wealthy a cut. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying you missed you missed the opportunity. No, we didn't. Not you yet. Mi missed opportunity. This go watch it. This week, Joe put out a video of his sneaker rotation and did not put the title Big JLP Shoes. But I have the box from Lorenzo that says Big JLP <laughs> Shoe. Uh, Step in the right direction. But um, yeah, a lot of people adding me over CG, those CDG. TL 2.5s, there is a triple black pair, obviously Big JLP Shoe. There is a black pair with a white bottom 50-50 Big mm -hmm. JLP Shoe. I think you'll still get those off. <laughs> we need 45, a meter. 45% I will, I will say, I will say that may end up being the biggest JLP Shoe of the bunch <laughs> because I feel like Lorenz, speaking of, is, go, is, he go, also, Lorenz is, is, having a, is going to do numbers on the black and white CDG uh TL 2.5 because I feel like you dying them making them yes. look a little spicy and I feel like because you've exhausted all of the CDG Air Max 95s out on the market for Lorenz <laughs> to customize so 
I feel like you need to put work on that. CDG had big moments over the weekend, um, working with multiple brands. Yeah. Your New Balance, look at you stepping. <laughs> may see you at Dover Street Market soon. Oh, oh man. I like those, the 860v2. No, no. You know what I love? The Junior Watanabe M1907, the loafers, the half loafer, half sneakers. I think it's a 1907. Is it a 1906? Did I get it wrong? Uh Uh-oh. I don't think there's a 1907 shoe. 1906. 1906. I'm happy to be corrected by a resident New Balance. Do you know why it's called 1906? Tell me. Because that's the year that New Balance was founded. Okay. Wow. Wow. Look at the history. (laughs) Look at the history. That's a perfect... Loafer sneaker, perfect piece of footwear to wear at your biggest hater's funeral, I think. Is, is <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I never want to be the guy. I mean, you have the fit ready for it right now. <laughs> the thing is, like, and we've discussed this before, I never want to be the guy at weddings wearing sneakers because I'm a sneaker guy. People are yeah. like, oh, it's a sneaker guy. He's got sneakers. But these are right right in that perfect middle space. I love the Venn diagram on these. I need a pair. 1906, okay. not seven. Yes. Pardon me, wealthy. Thank you for setting me straight. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there is like I don't know if we talk about it on here. I feel like there is a a balance between getting a sneaker a off. Balance? Yeah, nice. at, at a wedding where it's nice. yeah, I get a pound. Oh. oh, sorry to interrupt. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. It, I feel like if you wear something that's maybe just a little too sneakery, mm-hmm. like if you want to put on a pair of like patent leather or something, yeah, may, maybe that it's just too much of a sneaker. Yeah, but if you wear a sneaker that kind of blurs the line I'm between just, sneaker and dress shoe, beautiful, then maybe you can. I'm just waiting to wear an America's Cup somewhere. I can't wait. I cannot. That wait. would be a. That I would. I cannot wait. That would I don't be know if it's going to awesome be a wedding, shoe. but I can't wait. An awesome moment. shoe to wear to a wedding. I can't wait. Can I talk about another pair of sneakers yep. that I saw? The J Tips Saucony Pro Grid Omni Nine. Wealthy, did I get the model right? Yep. These look great. I think this is his best sneaker yet. So do I. I think this is better than his first two launches. I think it's. Uh, I agree. I think I like this model way better than the first. And the one. colors are beautiful. I love the blue in this. I told you guys the blue. I don't know if I'm big on to color blocking lately, but I'm noticing more. The Umaras, even that touch of blue. Just a hint. Just a just drop. Just a hint. In the J-Tips new model, that blue, what do we, it's not electric blue. Don't ask the colorblind guy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's my favorite part of the shoe. I think it makes all the difference. Okay. Uh, things we forecasted. No, I'm about to, I'm about to explain it. Things we forecasted on the podcast before because I, over the summer, I wore the Omni Grid 9 on the show, the white and blue pair. And I think you remember asking me, like, what are those shoes? And I said, there's going to be a pair of those coming nice. very, very soon. You were being a little coy, but you what knew. You? Yeah. You yeah, knew he, what the future held. After I had you? worn them, he had hit me up and said, that's my next shoe. Only real narratives on the complex sneakers coming out. So I knew that he was uh, going to have that shoe. Yeah, uh, you knew he was cooking up something. Coming okay. out. So uh, that's where... That's what I was alluding to, if you can... Very nice yep. little uh, cookie crumb. Can I talk about yep. another forecast very briefly? Mm-hmm. This is very insidery, but I'm happy that all the ice storms and the brutal weather in Portland has subsided. I was watching oh, all Steven, my friends Steven in the footwear Smith. industry getting hit Not by, funny, but... you know, tons of snow, and they mm-hmm. couldn't go anywhere, and trees were falling over. Oh, wow. Very hectic. I'm, I'm happy that people are safe. And I, I have to say, there's been much ink spilled over Nike's slumbery innovation engine right now and i hope that i hope that some acg footwear comes out of this inclement weather in portland i hope that somewhere in beaverton somewhere in portland that people were hold up designing sneakers Are you being coy no i don't okay. know anything about this oh. i just hope that these real life harsh conditions inspire somebody to make some good footwear to use in this kind of uh again inclement weather 
How were those in the inclement weather? The Terra Humaras? Yeah, good so far? Yeah, they've been fine. Did, your did, pair wasn't so good. Well, can we talk about it now? We, usually we wait to talk about the shoes. We have a feed to our guests. We do have a big guest. Should we talk about it now or should we wait? No, we should talk about uh, what? Your, your shoes not being so good. <laughs> I have the Terra Humaras on. They're undefeated. Little color weird. Wait. Joe, it sounds like yours were defeated. They popped on yes. the first wear? They didn't pop. Uh, the <laughs> lace lock, though. Ripped. You know, I saw, my, I saw our guy, Angel Diaz, mm -hmm. this weekend, and he was like, oh, I was going to get those. And I was like, you know, funny, um, when I put them on, first wear, uh, second wear, sorry, the lace lock uh, came undone. Joe, there's nothing funny about that. That's appalling. I need you to walk into Nike no, Soho. I no, need you to hit no. the house of innovation. No. no, I encourage people to do this all the time. I know, you, I know that I'm in the minority all, where it comes to like quality. I totally if, if get that. If your shoe rips a little bit, just take it back to Nike. Yeah. You can play. And I'm There's sure. also more colorways of that shoe that I also got, got unveiled yeah. this weekend. That mint green pair, I think. Almost like a nice. lot. Yep. I got the uh, second. Brandonian uh, posted the hero images. Shout out to him. Yes. I got the second uh, colorway um, as a gift. So Beautiful. Yeah. Well, you you got to return the. I'm gonna let it rock. It's fine. It's not. It's really not fine. Also, Nike, Nike charges too much for these shoes for them to be popping on a second wear like that. Speaking <laughs> of not wanting to lie about things, just setting the record straight. Uh, when we do make mistakes, like to correct ourselves. I know last week we were talking about the '99 Ginger New Balance 1906. I need them. Uh, friends and family shoe, only 200 something pairs made yeah. of them. And I'd said that I think that it's a brand out of Asia. That is not true at all. For the, let's set the wow. record straight that 99 Ginger is actually uh, a DJ party throwing uh, brand out of Paris, France. Close okay. enough. Yeah. Sometimes we see these collaborators for the first time. We're like, we don't know what that is. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, are you trying to get a pair of wealthy? You, you, I would, you getting close to a pair? Uh, maybe uh, sniffing. Okay. The Joe's going to be mad because I heard trying. Joe say early today. Don't I, don't put the raise the price. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you though. Numbers. I'm Joe's, trying, Joe's I'm trying anything to, to get those pair. Those. That, I'm trying anything to get a pair of those. Um, should we talk about, this sounds frivolous for people, but it's funny to me and I am going to interview her. Should we talk about the mom who bought the knockoff, <laughs> the knockoff dogs? Love the that video. Dogs Love that video. From, from Walmart. Should we? Or, it's good internet content. Yeah, this this viral the video N1 pandas. Yeah, of her saying, "Look, I'm not going to go spend a hundred dollars on Nike." It's on our Instagram. She's saying, "I'm not going to go spend a hundred dollars on Nike Dunks. I, I bought these, and they look just fine. And it's the and one yep. panda dunk lookalike." And she said, "These are twenty five bucks. I don't care. The shoes look the same. Whatever." Of course, people are flaming her in the comments. I don't think that's quite the right reaction. Right. Although some of them are saying, look, your kids are going to get bullied. The we don't want anyone to get shoes, bullied. The nicknames <laughs> for the shoes were the hilarious. The Panda Expresses. Were hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Props to her, though. Stand, you know what she's doing? Standing on business. The Andas? What about that? That's off the top of the head. Yeah, there we go. I want to correct one more uh, fake narrative while we're on here. Um, there was some rumors floating around last week about Stadium Goods possibly closing their mm -hmm. New York store. I've spoken to some people who are connected to Stadium Goods. From what I understand, that is not the case. An account, Raf Kicks, posted about this. And whenever we do this, it's not to dunk on people who are posting these things, but yeah. just to try and correct the information that's out there a bit. And I, I scroll through his timeline, and he's got some interesting takes on sneakers, so salute to him. But basically, as I understand it, they are short-staffed right now, and they are closed on Wednesdays, and that's because partly they're going through a hiring freeze. Okay. Stadium Goods was acquired by Farfetch a couple mm -hmm. of years ago. Farfetch is... Uh, tanking right now the business is in a terrible place but it was acquired at the end of last year by a south korean company called coupang and 
while they are going through the acquisition process. Basically, there's a hiring freeze, so they can't hire new people to better mm -hmm. staff the stores. So that's the reason why the retail situation for stadium goods may look a little shaky right now. But there's no indication from the many people that I've asked that they're going to be closing the stores. Imminently. It's one of those things where there's like a kernel of truth. Sure. In yeah, the situation of like that of where something is going yeah. wrong with the parent company and yeah farfetch is a mess like you google them like the stock prices yeah it's and but now they have this south korean owner and their business model was pretty much is that they were a website where you could buy things from other websites yeah which yeah kind of take a kind of a weird take a little off the top yeah kind of a weird business model but yeah so oh did we get through everything i, I, I feel like we, i feel, feel like, like we could keep got going. through a lot <laughs> so much happening this week should we should we bring on our guest yeah Big guest today. He's been on FSR. He's been on this podcast, but he's now in studio for the Complex Sneaker Show, multifaceted pop culture, fashion icon, Edison Chen. Welcome to the Complex Sneaker Show. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thank you guys for having me. Good to see you guys yep. again. Nice yes. to meet. Yes. Yeah. We got to start with what's on feet. Um, these. This is the new vibes. This okay. is the Class Superstar by EDC. Right. Um a little different, a little bit more constructed, a little bit more sleek, a little bit more sexy. Um, welcome to the next chapter. Awesome. Very nice. I'm doing the Undefeated Air Terra Humara, influenced by you. We kind of switched shoes for because I had those and you had these, so yep. we, yeah, we went backwards. Okay. I'm doing the uh, Air Max TNs. Because I did the TNs last week. Exactly. Yeah. The Voltage colorway. Just got these. Happy, happy with these. Had streetwear OG on the show. Wow. Decided to break out an OG streetwear shoe. This is the causes. No, this no, is a, a actually it's a soul box. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Babe, he wish he had the cause. Babe, yeah, I, I do wish. <laughs> you have those? Yeah, I do. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I have a. I, I have this warehouse, and like I have all the like my friends come and they they they're like, oh my god, and it's like in a pile. Like they see like. The one chompers. little panel of it because it's like in a big pile yeah. and they're like yo those are the craziest shoes and i'm just like oh yeah. god dude like oh these old things yeah <laughs> how's everything everything's good man i can't complain it's been a little while since i've been to new york happy to be here um just uh trying to create yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i remember i don't know if i told the story in here the first time i got a chance to talk to you is when clot did that new york fashion week yep show and i'm interviewing you backstage and i think like stash is there cause is there i think futuro was there it was like the who's who of the streetwear illuminati and it was just like i think like shanghai media was there and they're just going nuts over you and i'm just like damn this guy's like the biggest deal i've ever seen in, in sneakers yeah no i mean i think i think a little you know i was part of the culture a little early um yeah. especially from i guess from a china standard right mm. So I kind of was the guy, I guess, opening doors and, and showing people what, what is what, you know. Um, and I think internationally the whole the whole culture has, has you know, exploded onto into high fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Is it weird how big it's gotten? Sneakers, sneaker collecting, sneakers as a hobby? Yeah, I, th I think it, it is, it is kind of strange to reminisce, you know, it, it, you know, to think back, you know, how you got the information, how you'd buy the shoes and how people would react to your shoes. I think that that's what I miss the most. Like, yeah. you know, like when when you would go out and people like from afar would, yo, what are those? Yeah. Like, where'd you get those, man? Yeah. Like, you know, now it seems like the information is flowing so freely that it's just like, 
You know, like the the We've nod. Seen those. We've yeah, seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. That. You know, yeah. like, and I miss that. Yeah. I miss the conversations. The, yeah. The, yeah. The, the the interactions of it. You know. Do you oddly feel like, and maybe I've thought about this recently, that all of us getting into sneakers early on, uh, like kind of like the pre-internet era, that it's almost like we got a degree in something, you know, from uh, from a school, and it's like this little bit of knowledge or nugget that no one can take away from us now that sneakers have gotten so big that it's like some shred of no one hundred percent. I mean, you know, uh, three clicks away, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, where three months away, mm -hmm. man. Like, you know, yeah. you want this shoe, you you gotta find it. You find it. It's not your size. Yeah. You're like, should I buy it anyways? <laughs> you <know? Yeah. laughs> like, Will you do that? Will you buy a shoe even if it's not your size? Did you ever do um, back that? in the day, I would, yeah. Something like when really I was wanted. first collecting sneakers, um, I was lucky to have um, a size nine shoe. Okay, I'm actually size eight and a half, but I just say nine. Just of course, sample size. The samples. Yes. Are okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, this is like back when dunk the dunks were like releasing like the SBs like mm -hmm. with Costin and stuff like that, like the white with the blue and stuff like that. And I was just buying buying samples and buying samples, but their shoes like till today like that I would buy. If I can find, not in my size. There's mm. one shoe. What's There's the shoe? shoe? And um, <laughs> it's a it's an undefeated four. Oh, oh my god! Of course, yeah. Amazing. Of course, yeah. you never got that shoe. No, I never got a shoe. Wow. Did you ever have any like sketchy sneaker meetups? Because I feel like this is also a thing from that era. And we've talked to people about going places and you don't really know who the person is you're meeting up with. And you have a bunch of money in a duffel bag and you're going to exchange uh, the wares under a bridge that. or the something like that. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, I was very lucky. I mean, you know, I had a, I had a little homie. His name is Cookies. Of course. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Shout out. Right. You know, and he would he's got kinda, everything. He would kind of middleman everything. For <laughs> <Nice. us. laughs> like he'd go to the dark yeah. alleys and you come out. Like, okay? yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. be in the room with the money on the table but cookies yeah but will be there. um yeah so i think and i don't really have any of those stories i have more stories about like you know really lining up for three hours for atmo shoes you know mm -hmm. I mean? yeah like, was, you know. was it crazier for you during that era too because that's mm -hmm. like full-blown like edc like musician era when you know probably sure you walk down the street and you get mobbed and you're just trying no to get it was, a pair it of was shoes. actually you know when when i started getting into sneakers was probably like again um you know i had my first little basketball era yeah and then I was um, kind of intrigued by this whole, uh, you know, Jap Japanese design, mm -hmm. and then seeing the creators there do their renditions of sneakers and stuff. So before I was Edison, um, you know, I'd line up. I was at at most lining up for the blue and grays. You know, I don't know what you call them, but you know, the blue and gray Air Force ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least two, three hours, man. Wow. You know, like you know, fanboying, like real. That's why. I, I feel like we kind of understand the, the culture a little bit differently because there, we, we had to really invest in it and yeah. forget the money. Mm. I'm talking about like Invest your time, time. man. The like, money you, know, you can like, get back. You can like earn the certain, money back. Like, you, you can't know, get you the time to, back. You, 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 back then, if you wanted to be a part of it, you had to gain that knowledge and be able to to have that lingo and speak to people when, yeah. when you'd be in those situations, which weren't as normal as they would be now, right? You know. Do you try and preserve that feeling? You, you're doing work with Adidas now. You have this big Adidas deal, and you're about to launch a bunch of shoes in this new chapter in your sneaker work. Is is there a part of you that wants to take it back to that era, or do you want to speak a different language now when it comes to releasing your shoes? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting. Um, I I think um, one of the things that I had just mentioned was like having people kind of double take your shoe, yeah. and, and be like what are those or give you a comment yeah right? 
I've been rocking these for a little bit. I'm not trying to self promote, mm -hmm. but it, it's been interesting. The crowd that asks me isn't the usual one. Mm. You know, I got like you know more older people. Like, yeah. You know, especially uh, you know like in LA, like it's like an auntie thing for some reason. And it's like, oh my god, like is this the right way we're going? But <laughs> yeah. But you know, we are that that is an element of 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 what we're trying to bring to the design, and also you know not only aesthetically but in a in a more mature kind of more refined way. Um, so I think that trying to find and reignite those the, the like the inner passion and finding reasons to excel and create have definitely doubled down since um i've joined the stripes yeah you've been around basically in this industry and seeing the changes in it for decades how do you feel about how it is now do you think it's a good time or you know he said are you kind of reinvigorated but where do you think it is like the sneaker space now i'm sure you guys know yeah. i mean you know i i i especially maybe say late 90s, early 2000s mm -hmm. is when I got heavy into sneakerism yeah. or whatever you yeah. want to call it. There's a dip. I yeah. mean, obviously the the peak wasn't on the level of where the peak was now, but there was a peak and then there's a little dip and then it came way back up and into a, a stratosphere that I, I would have never imagined, yeah. right. right? So will it hit that back? I'm not sure, but mm -hmm. I, I do think that we're going through a reboot and a readjustment right now um, in not only, you know, creativeness, but, you know, the 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 actual desire of it. Right. Yeah. So I, I believe that pre-internet, it was more how it made you feel. Yeah. <laughs> On a personal issue. level. Yeah. And now it's more like, what can it do for me? Right. Right. And and I think that that has to change a little bit. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there's people that love sneakers because it makes them money. Right. Or it makes them sneaker. I, I love sneakers because he'll say I'm cool. Like, yep. Right? Yeah. And it's it, it's almost like, okay, but do you like it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, I think that the reboot has to come there. And I think that it has to go through through a new cycle right now. So, you know, it's like everything, everything is cyclical, right? So I know 100% what you mean. And I'm like, are, are we guilty? Did we perpetrate it too much of like this, this idea of, of like, the shoe can do all these things for you other than like actually bring you the personal joy, like you said, like <laughs> investing, like did we convince people to think about sneakers too much as financial objects? Or I don't know, because I still get from other personal people? joy out of it. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I feel like all of us. I mean, I do. I do. Like, I've never, I've never been like, yo, these are worth 12 G. Like, you know, like, yeah. like it's just, it's not in the conversation that I have of, of, of getting a sneaker. Right. Right. It almost makes me not want to wear the shoe when people are like, oh, yo, that's the fly shit. And it's like, oh, fuck that. Mm. Fuck, man. Nah, you know, like, I don't know why, but an interesting story I think I might've told you mm -hmm. is, is, is a couple years ago. It's like, I, I wanted just a regular shoe, like the regular release of a shoe. Yeah. And I requested for it. And they're like, yeah, we don't have it, but we have the collabs of this shoe. Like, every single color, which one do you want? And I'm like, I don't. I just want to be a normal the guy. I just want the, want the general one. release. Yeah. 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 So the next chapter is exciting, mm -hmm. I think. Um, exciting if you look at it from a reboot and how we can kind of say chapter four of the, chapter three or four of the, the, the story mm -hmm. and how it gets written, right? And, and being able to be a part of that is exciting because chapter two, I was a little teeny boy in chapter three, I was able to dabble, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe chapter four, I can really have a, a deeper influence on where it goes, hopefully. So, you know, we're trying our best to um, excel and, and kind of give it a new perspective instead of 
the easy one, two, three here, let's make a check. Like, you know, how do we challenge ourselves? How do we elevate the whole game? Instead? Stripes, no more checks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, mean, I just had to get the bar off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All good. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, for me, going to Adidas has been um, very interesting in the, in the creative mind. I think um, subconsciously is very weird is that when I was doing my previous job, I was using a very American lens. Mm-hmm. I grew up with American culture, mm-hmm. but um, part of my departure was I need to spend some time in places I haven't really been to try to get inspired. So I went to Europe um, during the summer heavily, and I think that that really kind of changed my lens on how I wanted to make things. Not just sneakers, mm-hmm. just like, you know, like meeting artisans and, and seeing people that have done something for, for, for hundreds of maybe thousands of years in their, in their family kind of got me to see within mm-hmm. how do I make it instead yeah. of from my outside like oh this it should be this and this and it's like done you know you went to Herzog in I haven't been to Herzog yet no I I haven't been um hopefully I will go soon um but I didn't want to be too heavily influenced by just this Adidas brand heritage yeah I yeah. wanted you to go bring more more it, right? more yeah. more on a wide wider level so i just went to europe i went to you know five different countries uh, visited shoemakers not really you know like sneaker makers like you know espadrilles like you know dress shoes like boots and stuff and just to talk to them what are you doing like yeah. what makes you tick like how do you create this and it, it, it you know usually when you're invited to do a sneaker uh unless they allow you opportunities they let you almost be like kindergarten like here's a coloring book mm-hmm. what are you going to color it with right yeah draw within the lines yeah and it's like you know i can't be in kindergarten for 15 years you know like and it's like the, there's a yearning mm-hmm. to do what's next it's yeah. always what's next like you know but i feel like you've always kind of been like that even going back you know you're doing the air max one with the see-through panel that you've had kind of had the creative mindset that I just don't want to do a colorway on a shoe. Yeah, I mean, I think that's always been the 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 direction of what we wanted to do. So even with certain renditions of our shoe, like, yeah, it's a, a print, but you have to peel it off. And mm-hmm. there's, there's something there. I'm more than happy to be uh, where I'm at right now because they give me a, a creative freedom to, to really go there, you know, um, and not be uh, so-called constrained by just a color palette. As yeah. someone who has been through, you know, different labels and different brands, you know, from the outside, it's always like he moved over from Nike to Adidas. What are those meetings like in the courting? Is it like what the perception of reality, like, oh, it, it took years for this to happen? Or what, what's something that people may not understand, even though they think they may understand what it's like to kind of go to a new brand, the other brand, basically? For me, it was simple, man. Um, I needed a bigger playroom, okay. like, you know? Like, if you want to talk about it, like, you know, I was in kindergarten, like I needed to graduate. I needed to go to high school and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, just trying to find you. We had conversations with numerous brands. Okay. um, Even some like homegrown China brands and trying to find the right fit from a support standpoint and also from a creative standpoint of, of where how far we could go. Right. So. I was very direct in telling each one of them what it is that I needed. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a 
LeBron going to Miami thing. Like, well, you I was asking. Like, I wanted know? to know. Is it like I, you know? Is it like an athlete where you go in? You're like, you know, KD. I need this, this, and this. Like, you know, I feel like that's like the perception almost when 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 these things happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think there was mutual interest um, from from both parties. I mean, um, you know, from from everyone that we had conversations with. Um, obviously, there's the demands. They have their demands. Yeah. Um, I think the most interesting part was being able to preempt it. Almost right because luckily we had a breather, but we were creating during that breather. Mm -hmm. So for for me, if there was like a a segment or a content piece made out of it, it would be like the planning of those months, like oh, and then being like mum about it. So not yeah. even telling uh, half of my staff that we're 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 <laughs> working on a new yeah, we're yeah, working yeah. on it with a new brand yeah. and and also kind of understanding how to change the culture almost internally of. Yeah, this is our new partner. It's okay because you know, for me, I can see a little further than most other people. I feel, especially within my company, and being able to um, discuss and 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 kind of almost like persuade them. You and I talked about this. Yeah, Shanghai. like, hey, this is this is it. Like, yeah. this is it. And they're like, oh, are you sure? And mm -hmm. I'm like, look, man, you guys should just quit if you guys don't believe this. You like, don't you see know? the vision. Yeah, and I said, you have to. I literally had a meeting with them one day, and I said, I'm done with talking about this. If on Monday you don't come with that energy, you can go. Wow. So are people not allowed to wear Nike to the office anymore? No, they 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 are free to uh, wherever they wear whatever they want, but um, they'll definitely get a comment from me. <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many people uh, quit? I'm sure none, zero, yeah. none, none. I think what really drove it home was the um, Shanghai Fashion Week mm. uh, little presentation that we did. Little presentation. Yeah. Presentation you were, you that we did. It was moment. Yeah, I yeah. had my gloves on. He had yeah, a, yeah the leather. <laughs> this guy went to Shanghai with leather gloves. Yeah, it was it was the infamous picture holding. Yeah, I, love yeah. It. I, was like, Yo, I forgot to hold the gloves today. Here's what I would say: the, the gloves, the Y three gloves, dope. No, the Y three gloves. They're Y three gloves. It's a moment. Exactly. It's a moment. Exactly. It's like a moment I mean, in the time. Glove, the gloves with that outfit right now, you may look like a yeah. Oh, like what? Like a hitman. But yeah, real killer. One of the best sneaker hand sneaker photos. You know, there's a lot. Wow, thank you. You corny ones. He had the Y three. Wow. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think also one of the the deciding factors was that the apparel game over at the Stripes is much more serious. It's not a highlight piece. It's it's really what do you what what can you do and make? You know, it's not like. We're doing a dragon on the thing and the pants should have the dragon on it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and it's like, okay, cool. Especially in China, Adidas Originals is is a banger. Mm -hmm. Like people love it, you know, especially um, I'd say, you know, three, five years ago when it was like really pumping. And I thought that that was an interesting angle to to take of designing head to toe, but not with the vibe. It's yeah. not with a print. Matchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fun for me. I want to detour just a second before you, you mentioned apparel. The North Face, or the recent North Face drop, though, crazy. Yeah. So dope. Just <laughs> the you. colors and everything and sold out immediately. You're so active in collaborations and, and designing, but that one seems like a big standout and a recent one. Yeah, I mean, the North Face one is an interesting thing. Um, it's it's really an ode. Um, I don't really snowboard. I really don't. I do kind of from time You're to from time. from Vancouver. But yeah, you I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that times. I'm on the slopes all the time and yeah. I know exactly what's happening, you know, like I can handle my own, right? Yeah. But that TNF project is like fanboy all day, like, you know, and uh, I've been following it since like the when I got into the Japan fashion yeah. because they all collab with them. And at first was like, what do we do with these guys? Because yeah. like I said, I'm not really 
a snowboarder or whatever, sure. like, you know, and um, just took the the idea of like some of my favorite um, North Face items, which are some of the Supreme ones, the mountain, you know, mm -hmm. like these these prints. And it's like, OK, so what do we how can we do it? And they're like, oh, yeah, throw the silk on it. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> let's try something else. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so the North Face collection is actually a, a trilogy. OK, so this was part two. And it, it's about the different layers of um, human, human like the earth, mm -hmm. right? And the first layer was like almost like up to the clouds and like uh, you're standing at the top of a mountain. So um, this second capsule, which is the outer layers, because the first one was the medium layer, mm -hmm. um, was kind of taking it the next level and going into like the cosmos, right? So the third collection is going to be about the roots Okay. and like you know trees and in the land so it's supposed to like be layered as the earth is layered yeah 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 so it's fun you know i mean you know and and, and being able to see people use it on on slopes and yeah. stuff is is that's like the fun part yeah you know see how people actually put that but it was shoes. weird because i was wearing it in hokkaido and my god like I had Matt, like everything like on and they're like, yo, can we take a picture? I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I'm never, I'm never wearing this again. <laughs> Listen, if you, if you go out here and, and walk across the street, there's a JD sports, uh, in, in Brenton times square. And in the window of JD sports, they have a big inflatable Samba. That's probably about 10 feet long. How do you feel about the, the Samba moment? How big literally that, that shoe is right now do you think it i have no coverage on it man the 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 only the only thing that i know about it is that from the 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 team is that somehow some way it's maybe the hottest sneaker right now yeah. and it seems like a lot of people are collaborating on it i'm i'm really zoned in and focused on what i'm doing i i always feel like think that like a good collaboration a good cooperation is a two-way street right mm -hmm. so it's like what do i want i know what i want and then coming in, if you're gonna give me what I want, what do you want? Mm. You know, so I've been tasked with certain silhouettes um, to breathe energy into them, right? And I'm super happy because collective energy is the most important, right? So that's why I, I'm always like watching what the other partners are doing and being like, okay, we need to, we're missing this, we need mm -hmm. to do this, even though I'm only. You know, they won't even listen to me. <laughs> I'm at home thinking about all these things. So it's fun. If it means anything, I did have the Sambas on with the black gloves. Like when I was at La Fine until 4 a.m. It was with the Sambas Yeah, I mean, it's a great on, shoe. So a it's moment. a great shoe. It's just that great, great job. Yeah. Great job, guys. Hopefully we do the same. The gazelle, we, the, we bring the yeah, yeah, we bring we bring the same type of energy, um, not only on, on the actual shoe that we're making, but the silhouette in general. Right? Isn't it a wild world right now, though? You're at Adidas. Nigo's at Nike. It's like the whole streetwear balance is just, like, shifted. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, it's fun, though. I mean, I think, especially if you're an OG head, mm. right? You you get it. You're like, whoa, these these are interesting moves. Like The future people, we never thought we'd yeah, see. Yeah, some, some people might just see the like that I'm here and he's there and be like, oh yeah, okay. But if you're, you've been down, yeah. you're like, my goodness, like, it's almost like, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the Espadrille Gazelle a little bit more mm -hmm. because I love that conversation we were having about being in factories and seeing how things are made. And I had a conversation with one of the designers at Adidas when I was in Shanghai covering it. 
just about how that was a shoe that demanded something new from the manufacturing process. How involved in that were you? Did you have that visibility on what they had to do to make that shoe? We had literally zero time to make this shoe, so I don't even know how, how they made it. Um, we followed the process, not in person, yeah, um, but uh, very closely. Um, we were working with them from an aesthetic perspective. When you look at the shoe, you might not understand the the the, the what it took to make that shoe. Right, yeah. Yeah. it looks simple enough for the consumer, but yeah. But if you actually take out the sole, you'll see that it has the actual construction of the espadrille, and it's mm -hmm. kind of got the, oh, wow. the, the 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 footbed kind of laid in instead mm -hmm. of like just a little decorative kind of outsole. Right? Yeah. So kind of seeing the machines punch the the the, the stitch line into the into the espadrille bottom and kind of have having to go through the shoe and 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 how much error was made in trying to make the shoe was very interesting and also kind of like gave me even more of a perspective of i gotta take um, my creations a little bit more seriously right now you know like it, it, before literally um maybe it was like i was in too much of a groove and then the the whole industry kind of shifted mm -hmm. and it was like okay and how do i leave my legacy you know, more than let's just sell sneakers, mm -hmm. so to speak. How do you sell sneakers and innovate and leave a legacy, you know? Speaking of legacy, is there a best shoe you think you've ever designed? Do you have a favorite? Man, I have a few. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a few. I choose three. How okay. about I choose three? Back in the day, we did, we kicked off the Star Wars Adidas collapse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we did a Vader shoe and we did this Hoth shoe yep that's one of my favorite shoes ever mm. man this hoth shoe and i remember the promo we had did like those little... come into blister packs yeah yeah no 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 it didn't. okay didn't i didn't have the action figures out no yeah. no we didn't we were we were literally the pre-star wars wave of they got the license yep oh. there's a crazy story in that too but you know i'll tell you another, another <laughs> we day. can't hear it right now <laughs> no i mean you could i mean you know it was um let me get through the first three okay okay, okay. so we yeah, so the Haas shoe, there's also this ASIC shoe that I called, uh, I think it was Roses and Lavender. Okay. So it was like, if you put the shoe together, it looked like, and you put like a, a layer of grass, it looked like this shoe was like sprouting. Mm. Growing you, from the ground. If you can kind of see it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, I love pink and I love purple, and it was interesting at that time to put that on a shoe because it wasn't that time. <laughs> um, that's one of my favorite shoes that I made, and also the Clotez. Yep. Um, I felt I felt like that was that was very interesting, something that you may never see again type, yeah. type thing, you know? So you doing like- Wait, 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 I'm sorry, oh, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh. We gotta hear the crazy story with the, with the so, Star Wars thing. I mean, I'll keep it short. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I got the license to, this is when I was a free agent way back in the day. Free agent I, sneaker brand wise? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like working with everyone. Like, yeah. You know, I was just, I was just, you know, come in. Um, <laughs> I got the license to Star Wars randomly um, for the Hong Kong region only. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, we got to make some shoes. So we reached out to the Stripes and we're like, hey, we got the license. I really think that we should make these shoes. Here's the proposal, right? 15 months later. Hey, we want to talk about that Star Wars thing? Huh. Oh, shit. What? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Okay, sure. I'd love to. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna roll out a whole Adidas Star Wars thing now. 
and we'll let you do those two wow. shoes, right? And it's like, but we can't put your name or your logo on it. And I was like, damn, right? But we made it anyways. Yeah. It was fun. And it's it's interesting to to understand how like a little small thought, I think that that was the moment where it was like, we can do this thing. Our, our, our thought process isn't local. It's on an international level. Mm -hmm. Like Oh, so you're, the clot branding wasn't, it wasn't a clot official clot shoe not no it was was it that the darth vader the zx 8000 no it was called dark side star okay um and it was the hoth super skate i think mm -hmm. oh now now i know what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. so you know it, it, it was cool it was it was interesting and now i want to revisit it i want to go back there because back to hoth yeah, there's there's a lot Tatooine. of unfinished business. When you were spending time in those European countries, what is the biggest difference you noticed between like stateside and being in Europe in terms of like everyday footwear? Forget the footwear. I mean, you know, I I, I was walking around thinking, you know, I, I grew up in Canada mm -hmm. and I've spent a lot of time in America and most of my time in say Hong Kong, mm -hmm. China and Japan. When I went to Europe, I was like the heritage, like forget like anything, the heritage in everything in the buildings, <laughs> in mm. their culture, in the the way they acted was shocking to me. Like I I went to Rome once and be like, oh, this is old, this is nice. Mm. It's everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, wow, so new. Mm -hmm. Everything that we I've been yeah. experiencing is so modern, new. Yeah. Like past, in America, there's like an old, old building years. and it's a yeah, hundred years few, old. Yeah, yeah, past few hundred years. And then I went and I'm like, wow, this has been here for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And that kind of really kind of that's where i made the, the 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 turn to start trying to apply their aesthetics or their thinking and their culture into my creative mm -hmm. um and speaking to these people they, they they've been doing it for maybe longer than america has existed right so kind of seeing that their 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 family line how they make it differently than them but still kind of staying true to their process um was very inspiring for me i think it's interesting though because we just said bring it back to the, you said you you know your favorite shoes of all time because yeah i guess if you had like pulled people and they have to guess they're like oh it has to be the see-through air max ones or the you know the silk air force ones because it's the shoes that i feel like you're kind of like most known for uh is there like a reason why like i guess maybe like your greatest hits aren't the ones that are like your personal favorites <laughs> it's 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 hard to explain without being too direct <laughs> <laughs> be direct no nah, i mean you know uh is I, it like the single of no, like it's, an it's, album it's, no it's like i'm not a one-trick pony mm -hmm. you know like you know I, I can't just do the the hop and then wiggle mm. and i feel like the requests from people are like can you hop and wiggle mm -hmm. and it's like no I, I don't hop and wiggle like we we did that we like, boogie yeah i can now jump yeah. I can yeah. stride, I can yeah. swim, like, you know, like, and um, one of the reasons why I'm with the stripes is because not only, not only to the request, I have to see if I have it in me. Mm -hmm. Am I really that guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, we can do 15 colorways of those shoes. Mm -hmm. Will they sell? Most likely. Is that what I want to do? Mm. No. Is that what I want to be remembered for, for purple silks, for gold silks for green silks for white silks and which one's the best silk color <laughs> it's up to you right yeah yeah but that's not that's not what i want to do and 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 i need the opportunity to also challenge myself 
you know? And that's why I'm with the stripes because I don't want to keep reproducing the same thing over and over and over again for the next five years. Do you feel like that was an expectation at Nike that you have this formula and that you should continue to go back to it? Yeah, totally. And and I wasn't I was that creative differences, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I wanted to make something new. You know, like some of my other peers. Yeah. They're making new stuff. Yeah. Is, is know, it hard we? for you to balance like I feel like part of your work, it's important for you to use themes that tie back to your cultural heritage and your identity as a Chinese person. But is there an extent where you get pigeonholed in that and the brands want you to just make something that looks very Chinese? You know, you talk about having a dragon on it or putting silk on it. Is that balance hard? Where do you stand on that right now? I think it's 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 more a conversation with the client, you know, um, and what, what the project means, mm. right? You know, like... A lot of people might think a collaboration is just like, here's your jacket, what are you gonna do to it? it, it for us, it's more like, what are you guys doing this year? What is the 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 the, the main company kind of push? Like, does it make sense to us? Like, yeah. and then the, the the collaboration forms that way. Yeah. You know? We don't kind of say like going in, like, should this be Asian or should this be design? Like yeah, it yeah, is yeah. design for us. Where I personally am trying to shy away from being Chinese aesthetic driven. Mm. I think that that chapter is there and we can always go back to that. Um, same time, I, I like to challenge myself and, and see if there's there's deeper creative, deep, yeah, something yeah. more than just that. But, you know, we'll, 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 we're, we, we are that, yeah. right? So will it show up again in our creative? For sure, right? You know, like if our first Adidas shoe was a silk shoe, you would laugh at me. Right. Know? Right. Like you guys would be like, come on, man. Like, you know, from both ends, from Adidas perspective, from my perspective, from a fan perspective. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how I felt about my creative at that moment. Mm. And I needed to to elevate somehow or at least roll the dice and try to elevate. Do something know? completely different because what you're doing now is completely different. No. Yeah. I mean, I think that these are super refreshing for me um, for, from from a creative level and also from a, a, a sneaker fan level. You know, like this is something hopefully new, newish, you know. You also said that, that Ed Seezy, we, we had a conversation before. You were like, this is part of what I want to do. Part of my perspective is to have an actual signature shoe. Where are we on that? We're cooking. Okay. Yeah, we're cooking. We're cooking. I think the first chapter of us um, at the Stripes is is us kind of like, it's like we're dating, we're feeling each other out. So I think we, we've gone to third base now. <laughs> so I'm almost ready <laughs> to hit that home run and 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 uh, create something totally new. Right before we go, um, you mentioned obviously like your whole basketball era. Last week I saw you courtside in the Anthony Edwards, the AE1. How do you feel about like that product and, and that shoe and, and just the roster? Basically, I know you're obviously focused on your own line, but like collaborating across like departments with with say someone like AE who's super hot right now, playing amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I'm I'm all about team, mm -hmm. so I would love to work with everyone that is working uh, with the stripes right now. I'm, I'm I'm really kind of extending it. That's actually why we made our neighborhood shoe mm -hmm. was almost to be like. This is family. Like yeah. this makes sense. Like you know, we 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 have people that 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 coexist in 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 our actual friend circles that are there already. Um, but Anthony Edwards is the man. Um, I've been a fan of his since he was a rookie. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of his cards. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the shoe is dope. I think um, from a basketball aesthetic, it, it it's it's fun. Yeah. It's a. It, it almost seems like a culmination of. Um, different shoes put together. 
through a you know a new lens. The rollout's been amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I just think that in general he's he's one of the top five for the future. So I'd be lucky to be able to work with him. Been a fan, and hopefully, um, you know, the 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 world's energy works yeah. the right way and we'll be able to collaborate on something together awesome uh, i know you're very busy this trip to new york city we really thank you for giving us uh, your time always great to chop it up with you excited about this chapter when is this stuff gonna be in stores can we can we yeah february 23rd okay february okay. 23rd soon after some something else and soon after something else i think the gazelles will be dropping in around the summertime perfect yeah, are you so. always super dialed in or do you feel like you're even more dialed in right now laser focus or is it always kind of like that that you're like this or is it like i'm very dialed in into what i'm doing mm -hmm. i'm very kind of almost clueless to what's happening outside it, it's very interesting um i try to stay away from that as much as possible because it 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 almost pollutes my creative Got thoughts it. so i'm dialed in i'm just not dialed into like what's happening right now gotcha. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for giving us uh, your time. Excited to see this next chapter. And uh, yeah, we'll be watching. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Thank awesome. you, Edison. All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneaker Show. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe, comment. We will see you next week. Three stripes. Our producer is Jillian Hardman Webb. Our supervising producer is David Matthews. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Research and graphics from Sean Villavincencio. The Complex Sneaker Show is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.